All right, so welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. In today's episode, uh, we, of course, you got your, your host as usual, Terry, and uh, co-host Malcolm here. What's going on, guys? And then we got a special guest today from Kinetic Training. Uh, Malcolm's going to introduce Isaiah here. Yeah, so my friend Isaiah, here yeah, I've known him for, I would say, how long I know you for, Isaiah? Since 2009? Like, yeah, I mean, well... Actually, a little bit before that, because remember, um, you used to come by the YMCA with PJ and them and right. work out. So, yeah, so I would, so I would say it's been like, I would say it's been well over ten years since I, you know, of knowing him. Yeah, like I knew, I knew, so I knew, I knew of you, I guess, like in that YMCA time. But then we really got cool or close back in college, you know, 2010, where we were in the library a lot. Yeah, yeah. So basically, um. So basically, uh, you know, just tell us about yourself, tell the audience about yourself, um, you know, what you're doing now as far as working out goes. Um, mm-hmm. How'd you get into how'd you get into working out and uh, how'd you get into training as well? And how's your business going? And you can also tell us, tell us a little bit about your business as well. OK, cool. Um, so I, I, it might be all over the place. But uh, so, of course, they, they said, my name is Isaiah. Uh, I am a co-owner of Kinetic Training here in uh, upstate New York, Albany, New York. Uh, we've right. been open for about uh, about three years or so. Um, we are a team of individuals composed of, so I do a lot of strength strength and conditioning uh, as well. And then uh, I have a business partner who is a doctor in physical therapy. And then uh, another business partner who has his master's in applied nutrition. Um, so we all kind of collectively try to give the best. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, as you guys know, it's always tough trying to word these so people don't feel, uh, feel offended and no toes don't feel stepped on. But um, just, just trying to kind of educate our clients and in our, in, in our, in our population uh, that we work with about nutrition, uh, health and wellness, uh, strength. Um, we just, we just truly want to give good, solid information, um, and help people kind of live their best lives. Uh, I, I actually didn't even, I didn't even consider being a trainer. Uh, I actually went originally to school for uh, mechanical engineering, um, went to college and that went all over the place. Then I switched to business and then I switched to psychology. So that's where I finished. Um, and then uh, eventually I, I saw Malcolm become a trainer. So we used to work out all the time. And uh, I, fell, I definitely fell in love with fitness. Uh, I, I, was in, I did all types of sports, but uh, never, was really, never was really good enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know how that goes. So it's like, it's like you know, you're, too, you're undersized. So for basketball, it's like, you know, you're undersized. And um, like the IQ there is there, the, the, the hard work is there, but you're like, you're not a hundred percent athletic. So, right. you know, I always got, somebody else always got picked over me. And then when it came to like, I did soccer, man, I, I did, I tried football out. That didn't last too long. Uh, <laughs> I quit right after, I, I think, I think it might went to like two weeks worth of doubles and was like, yeah, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, but then I always did it for like recreation. So I always did like, you know, uh, pickup games and I always did like uh, I don't know uh, I don't know if other places have like um, YBL and different di- those different kind of leagues and stuff like that that you could be a part of but I did those for years 
Um, but uh, eventually, man, I, I seen Malcolm become a trainer, and then I was just like, man, I think I, I think I could do that. Like I could see myself <laughs> doing that. And then um, I, my, one of my mentors, I, I was, I was going through a tough time transitioning um, from. I was working like three different jobs, all like retail stuff like that because you know my goal at that time was to become a psychiatrist mm-hmm. um so going back to school was the toughest part because i had took some time in between and I, I i was talking with my mentor and she said well you know you, you, you're juggling all three different jobs why don't you just try to find one job that you can kind of um get a decent amount of money for and then kind of set your schedule and i'm like i don't know what job is gonna allow me to do that Right. And she's like, well, Malcolm's a trainer. I want you to become a trainer. Like, you love working out. You know, you know your stuff or whatever. So why don't you get into that? And I'm like, nobody wants to be a trainer. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, that's not what I set my plan out to right. do. Right. Um, but no, I, I, you know, I talked with Malcolm. And, and even I was actually shadowing him for a while when he was, um, he was training there. And I was going to some of their meetings and stuff like that. And um then I kind of was like, okay, maybe I could see myself doing it. And, uh, yeah, then I, I actually joined um, the YMCA, uh, became, a, became a trainer there, was doing that for a while, and kind of bounced around different YMCAs. And then eventually saw there was like a, not just me, myself and my business partners, we saw a, a huge piece that was missing when it came to training. So a lot of the big, big box gyms, like they're really just – a lot of them are really just worried about dollars coming in, people coming in. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was tough trying to convince somebody who's buying personal training that they're going to get a benefit from these 30-minute sessions. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it, they're, they're coming in, they're saying, hey, you know, what are your packages? And you're, you're, trying, to, you're, you're trying to sell them, essentially. And eventually it was like, you know what? I, I think we're doing a major disservice for our clients and – Again, it's it's just sometimes like uh, when they're working on that at the administrative side, they're just kind of like, no, we just want to see numbers. We want to see these more people buying in. We want to see. And I'm like, yeah, but like, are these people really getting better? Hmm. Like, are these people really getting closer towards their goal? And um, at that point, we just said, you know what? I think we're better off trying to create our own vision and trying to create our own kind of community and put some good information out there, some science or evidence based information out. and truly just help individuals become stronger, become fitter. But, um, and I don't even know if fitter is a word, but I made that up. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's tough being a trainer uh, and trying to give educate, get, like give an educational aspect. Uh, you right. know what I mean? And, and, and cause nobody really wants to hear it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Nobody, nobody wants to hear that it's going to take longer than anticipated uh, or nobody wants to hear that, you know, you can do everything that you want to do within moderation. Like nobody, right. nobody wants to hear that they have to take responsibility and accountability. And right. um, that's what we kind of try to do. We kind of just try to reach out to clients and say, hey, listen, if you're looking for that short, fast route, we may not be here for you. We might be the, might be the ones for you, but. You know, if you're looking to learn, um, if you're looking to educate yourself so that, you know, us or, or that we become kind of obsolete in a sense. Right. Then then, yeah, come on in, because at the end of the day, I, I don't I've always felt that, like, you shouldn't need a trainer forever. Like you right. should become very self-sufficient at some point. Now, if you want to keep a trainer, 
because it helps you keep stay on task and it helps you stay, mm. you know, dedicated, committed, whatever you want to call it. Um, this sure, by all means, we're here for you. But um, you should be absolutely capable to kind of have some sort of maintenance on your own. Right. Definitely. Sure. Agree, yeah. You know what I, I mean? And that's kind of and that's kind of where we came from. Right. Yeah. Uh, not, yeah. I think uh, that's a big issue right now with the the fitness space in general. Like, I know mm. that's like a topic we talked about, have how like a lot of people tend to look for, you know, the quick and easy fix, you know, so it's enticing for people to, you know, see, see a post or see videos titled as, you know, 30 days to, to get this or <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen shit like, you know, two weeks to get abs. Facts, so, yeah. So it's very enticing for people to, to want that quick satisfaction because that's how everything is in life is like you you buy something you get the the results right away you buy a yeah. car you get to drive it right away right right so, but in fitness you don't you don't get the body you want right away or you don't get the health benefits right away right it takes time for you to change your habits and uh change your behavior and yep. it's not gonna happen overnight yeah right right um i want to talk a little bit about uh <clears throat> about how you were talking about uh where the gym we were at uh, at Best Fitness at the time, and uh-huh. it's funny you mentioned how like they were offering the packages of the thirty minutes, and you know, looking back on it, you know, I think it's what been like six years since I've worked there, and yeah, it's been a minute, yeah, yep. So, looking back on it now, like offering people thirty minute sessions, whatever, and then being the trainer I am now, it's like that definitely wasn't a beneficial way of looking at people who you know who really needed help. And if you were right. someone, if you were someone who really needed to lose weight, and you wanted to train twice a week, and you train twice a week for thirty minutes with a trainer, you know that's one hour you met with a trainer a week, and right. and the demographic that they had there, a lot of people couldn't afford the hour sessions, so right. it was kind of you know if you think about how you want to help people, like it was there, how I want to help them, but at the same time it just didn't it just didn't like fit at the time, you know, it fit at the time for, for business wise. Um, right. Because, because people, because like you said, people see, people will see the price and they see, okay, 30 minutes and say, okay, I'll, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. But in reality, right. like it's not helping them. Um, it's not helping them. It, I mean, it helps them, but it just takes a lot longer and it really, and it really is a lot harder on the client and the trainer because you're training, you know, instead, instead of training five people a day, you're training, you know, you're probably training 10 people a day, you know, because yep. you trained for 30 minutes, you know, and it's a lot harder. And now you look back, I look back on it now and like, that's a way I would never train when I train. So I would never also offer somebody to train for a half hour for, you know, twice and, a week, three times a week, you know. And the crazy part is because I, I got to play a devil's advocate at, in, in a sense only because um, so as a business owner, too, it's so it's tough. It's, it's tough to wear two different hats. Right. So as a trainer. Right. We all know, like, yeah, if you if you only working out 30 minutes for two times a week or three times a week, like you're talking about hour, hour and a half out of your entire week. Yeah, that's not that's not going to be sufficient enough, especially if you're not doing anything outside of that. Right. Right. But as a business owner, it's like, okay, so how can we how can we bring in more people um, and how can we meet different demographics as far as finances go? Because, like you said, not everybody can afford the, you know, the one hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we do it so that it makes sense? So like for mm-hmm. us, one of the things that we're playing around with, cause we were, we don't do 30 minute trainings at the time. Um, but we've been, we've been playing around with the idea, like 
and doing doing so for like a specialty, right? So like say somebody came in and wanted to squat. Well, then you're coming in and you're going to, we'll teach you how to squat, but that's all we're focusing on for this 30 minutes. Right. You get what I'm okay. saying? So it's more of a patterning. It's more of a, excuse me, a skill specific kind of session. Right. Um, and that, and that to us makes a little bit more sense. But when it comes to like somebody coming in and saying, Hey, I want to lose this amount of weight. Um, it, it doesn't become a teachable moment. You don't have enough time to try to correct somebody's form or if say they're squatting and they got knee pain, it's not enough time to say, okay, let's find another variation where it doesn't cause you knees pain. Like it's just 30 minutes is just not enough. Right. So, and then the big thing that we face as, as uh, the issues that we face as trainers is the adherence aspect, right? So yeah, you can make, you can meet me two times a week and that's great. That's awesome. But <laughs> what are you doing the other five days out of the week? Right. Exactly. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So like, are, are you, are you being more conscious of the decisions that you're making when it comes to nutrition? Are you trying to be more active in your walking? Um, mm-hmm. And all those things too are relevant to whatever their goal is. So it, it's really hard to, and that's one of the things that we like to do is like, like when I, when I meet with clients, I, I, I really want to know what is it that your, that your goal is? Because like, if you show me a picture on Instagram of some girl who got a six pack ab and, 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 you know, she's shaped and curved in all the right places. My question is like, why? Like, right. <laughs> cause that's a, that's a deeper issue. You know what I'm saying? Of like, course. if that's what yeah. you, if that's what you're attributing, what beauty looks like, then there's a deeper issue there. Right. And right. The, you training four or five times a week, isn't going to fill that void. Right. You got to do a lot of self-reflecting and you got to do a lot of, um, kind of intrinsic work and yo you and I, and I tell all my clients that like, you got to be real like yo you may need therapy like i'm not right. even gonna hold you right mm-hmm. right you right. may need you may legit need therapy because if you're gonna you're gonna compare yourself to somebody else and you're gonna always do it like that's not that's not healthy either so like so i said like this like okay great you want to look like that cool like do you know what that person uh does for work and they're like well yeah they, they're an influencer all right perfect you know how many kids they have i think they got two kids even better. You know how many hours she gets sleep a night? <laughs> right. You know how much you know how much she gets paid for each post? Do you know how much she gets paid for her programs? Like unless you plan on living the exact same lifestyle, it doesn't make sense. Like this person gets paid to work out. Right. Exactly. They make right. They, they're an entrepreneur. They they make their own schedule. They 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 set their own rates. So it makes sense for her to be in shape cuz she can dedicate more time. But like if you're working a 9 to 5, you got two kids. You're a single mother. You know what I'm saying? Like you, it, it, you, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. Well, right. you can. Excuse me. You probably can, but the amount of effort that you're going to have to put in, there's going to be more required. Right. And yeah. then when you're talking about living a lifestyle, that may be something that that's not sustainable for you. Right. Right. Yeah. I want to. And that's. <laughs> yeah. No. I I hear what you're saying. Definitely. Um. But what I was going to, um, what I was, uh, um, try- maybe like backtracking a little bit here, what I was going to, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was mentioned was that like, was, uh, so me going back to the gym in the past, uh, you know, a couple of years, they've changed right. their, mo- they've changed their model to where like, they probably still do half hours, but you yep. know, you know that the game, as far as training goes, has changed as far as uh small group training. So they, Facts. Have, so they have, so they have offered that for sure. They have, they have that now where we have this big group training, whatever, where like you have 
maybe 10 people and you have one trainer, but everyone's doing uh, different exercise. So that way you can, that way you can get, you can meet with, such as, you can meet with uh, all your clients uh, one day, one or two days out of the yeah. week, extra, yep. extra on top of the training that you're doing. So they've changed their ways of doing things, but at the same time, back then it was, it was, a, it was definitely a, a different way of like going about it. And, you know, I will say that, yes, Yes, their way of doing it was kind of uh, just more about bringing people in, more volume, volume, volume. Right. But it definitely taught me a lot as far as like what I know now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so in a way, it was it was a bad kind of business model. I feel like in, feel like in the beginning, but yep. it it kind of like paved the way in terms of what I what I know now in terms of how I approach clients nowadays. You know. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, but yeah, but back on the but. But back on the uh, the uh, short term things you were talking about, so there are people out there who, I mean, who we know. I'm not, we don't want to. We're not. We're not here to talk and say any names. But there are people out there who we know who, I guess, offer a lot of like, I guess you want to call it like short term, thirty day, uh, uh, yeah. program <laughs> programs out there, programs and um, and a lot of people that we know who who do it. And they, uh, you know, it's broadcasted out there as like it's a good thing. Which, if you think about mm-hmm. it from face value, it is. You know, it, if you yeah, think it about it, can be. Yeah, it's yeah. a good. I believe in thirty days as a Kickstarter to get people going because, right. like, it's something to aim for. It's a goal to aim for. A lot of people, they don't get motivated to work out unless there's a there's like a something physically or something visually they can see. So right. True. So if they feel like they accomplish something. This they accomplish this goal in thirty days, mm-hmm. then they could you know strive towards something because if you just tell them like you're going to lose fat but it's going to take you probably six months to lose one pound a right. week to lose the weight that you want to lose they might get the, they might deter uh, like away from it they might get like you know intimidated by True. that and think like wow that's a big challenge and that's going to take a long time you know i don't think i can do it for six months so i think 30 days have a good time of place. Yeah. like it's a good kickstarter for a lot of people but it shouldn't be like like this uh, relying on 30 days as that's it. After you do thirty days, it's it's yeah, over. I, you know, yeah, right? and, I, and, and it was funny. Continuing from thirty days. I right? was just gonna say that too. I think my my biggest issue has always been, like, I think the thirty days is great. I love whenever I see somebody becoming active. I love it. Like, if you mean to tell me somebody was sedentary and now they're getting into some form of activity, great. I support you. I'm rooting for you. My issue has always been. The approach that, and, and, and I'm going I'm to I'm more gear this towards the, the trainer aspect, the negligence of the trainer, because a lot of times what ends up happening is, and I don't even want to say negligence, probably ignorance in a sense, is a lot of times they're going to be like, lose weight fast, like, and, they, and they use these like hype words, you get what I'm saying? They use these modeled mm-hmm. words, and you'll do high intensity intervals, you'll lose that belly fat, you'll lose this, you'll lose that, and it's like, all right, you know what? it's your business. I get it. You know, cool. Um, You want to get people dialed in. You want to get people excited about it. I respect it. But then it's like, then they get to a point where they're like, all right, you're going to work out five days a week. You're going to cut out carbs. You're going to cut out all sugars. You're going to cut out. And I'm like, and then then it's like, wait, 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 time out. Like, (laughs) uh, I was with you for a second there. But like now when you start getting the realm of whether things work or not, right? So it's like, oh, you, you mm-hmm. give this idea that this individual who's partaking in this challenge in order for them to see results, that they have to live this lifestyle. And that's not the case. 
And that's right, where yeah, so, I and, and that's where I butt heads with it because it's like, no, 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 they can absolutely lose weight if they're in a deficit, right? And and it's and it's it's really that simple. If if they're in a deficit and they're they have a certain level of activity, I mean, of course, if you, uh, only exception I would say if somebody has like a thyroid imbalance or something of that nature, but like for the most part, if if you're in a deficit and you're and you're tracking, so you legit know you're in a deficit, not like a, oh I eyeballed it and it looks like I only took in. No, no, I'm not talking about that. Like if you're talking about you're legit calculating calories in, calories, I don't even say calories out, calories in versus activity, right? Then it's a, it's a fact you're gonna lose weight. So by you telling somebody they have to cut out all these things, things that they could very much like. Like if I had somebody tell me, hey, you could be in shape, but you got to cut out pizza. I'm like, hey, listen, it ain't worth it, bro. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not cutting that yeah. out. I, I love pizza. Yeah. Now, if you're telling me, yeah. hey, just be mindful of moderating how much pizza you're taking, I can get behind that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so go ahead. So so it's a, it's a, uh, it's a funny dynamic because, like you said, you're, we're, we're all three of us in here, all four people being active, all four people having a jump start. We're right. all four people getting to a goal at, at, the, at the end of the day. But, you know, after the 30s is over. What um, happens? One, it's like, one, what happens? Two, we all, we all know that you can't do this again. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. no, you can't, you know, we know you can't go this intense again. Right. Um. You. You. Okay. So. Okay. So you probably could. You probably can go to this again. You can work on five days a week. You can do yeah. faster cardio. You can. You can cut out all. All. Of, all of this sugars, carbs. You can call out all that stuff. You can do it again. Again. Then can you do it again? And then can you do it again? And then it's, it's a plateau. We, yeah. Right. And then so we know that. We also know that, like, most of the people that we're that we're that they're aiming towards are not like us. They're not That's people who. They're not people who can who can discipline themselves mm. Disp- they, they have discipline for 30 days right okay so like after this is over it's like okay like i went on vacation i looked good for my vacation you know i wore my bathing suit i right. come back home i come back right. home i go back to live my regular lifestyle right. i gained all the way i gained all the way back okay i gained the way back let's let me try that 30-day challenge again i tried again right it's, do it's, I a, it's do- a disgusting cycle it's a it's yeah. a it's 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 a, it's a cycle it's a bad cycle one and then two you look at it we you know that if you lose weight really fast it does make it harder to if you gain the weight back it makes it harder to lose weight uh, again so the yeah, time yep. the time period is going to take longer and then it's just like you said also too with adherence like can you adhere to this every um, for the rest of your life it's like no you can't this is this is way too extreme on that level and right. and also ignorance on the trainers and, and the clients and because it's like they don't really know that like this person just wants your money you know like they right. they helped they helped you to an extent for that thirty days, but in yeah. reality they mainly got they mainly got money from you because after that thirty days is over, it's like there's no there's nothing else to go there's nothing nowhere else to go from here you you've reached it, you reached the, the there's no you reached the ceiling already the ceiling is right. there there's no there's no breaking through the ceiling you reached the you did the most probably one of the hardest things that someone can do as far as working right. out goes, and there's nowhere else to go from here so anything and, less than that is going to be is you're going to honestly be more uh less inclined to do it you know so and you're not gonna and plus it's not gonna be something that you want to to do all the time you're not gonna want to cut out things that you like eating you know mm-hmm. and, and it just just to piggyback off of that too though because during that process there's really no there's really no educational aspect of it it's kind of like no 
there's Not no, it's, it, 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 there's no give and take. There's no learning that goes on. Right. And this is just, so I, I and it's funny cause I totally missed this aspect when I was introducing myself, but like past five years, I also was uh, a math teacher. Right. So I taught right. sixth grade uh, education. Um, and so I had to deal with a lot of population in, in, in learning how to teach. Right. And understanding. So I bring that to the table too, when I, when I'm dealing with my clients, but because there's no, because there's no educational aspect within this 30 days, you leave them as a, like a cliffhanger. You know what I'm saying? So like they have no idea of what to do. And like you said, Malcolm, past this 30 days, unless you're starting another challenge. So they might go, hey, all right, well, I'm not going to do the next challenge, but I guess I'll take some of the stuff that I did then. But they don't know the why. You know what I'm saying? They're just going to repeat that. They're just going to repeat them. But like. They don't know the benefits, so that they plateau again. It's like, okay, so what do I do now? Do I cut out more stuff? Right. It's like, nah, there's, right. there's multiple factors and multiple things that you now need to look at. But because they were left high and dry during that process, and it was just kind of like a, here, take this, do this, and you'll see results. Right. Well, yeah. once, again, once you get to that 30 days, because they haven't learned, they don't, like I said before, they, they, they don't become self-sufficient. They don't know what to do. So the only thing they have to do is, well, when is your next challenge? Boom. You know what I'm saying? And you hook, you don't hook them in for the next challenge. So right. now in my head, that's why I said I, the ignorance on the, on the trainer's part, because it's like, it, it, you got to be upfront and honest. I've always said you have to communicate with that, with, with, with your people. Like I did a group class yesterday, a virtual group class. And I said, listen, the first thing I said was, I need you to understand, like my goal for you here is just to be active. I can't, right. I can't tell you whether or not you're losing weight during this exercise you know what I'm saying? Like during this mm -hmm. routine, I can't tell you that you're building muscle during this routine, especially mm -hmm. if I'm not seeing you through multiple weeks. One, mm -hmm. one, one exercise or one time that I'm meeting you does not mean you're going to lose weight. It does not mean you're going to gain muscle. It does not mean like, you know what I'm saying? Like you need some kind of consistency. So I can't guarantee any of those things. I can guarantee, yeah. however, you're going to get your heart rate up. <laughs> I can guarantee you might be a little sore afterwards. But the idea is just to give you to give you something to be active, especially during these times. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's sitting at home or not everybody. You know, you have some essential workers and stuff who will go in. But like I know so many people who are making this time to, you know, as excuses like, oh, I yeah. don't have dumbbells or no, I don't have a barbell. I don't have access to a gym. Like I, Malcolm yeah. challenged me to do a, 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 a push up challenge. And I'm like, man, listen, ain't nobody, <laughs> ain't nobody <laughs> trying to do that. I mean, I yeah. did it and it sucked. But like. There's always ways that you could challenge your body. I went hiking last weekend for the first time since I was like a kid, and it yeah. killed me, bro. Yeah, we, yeah. Went, we went walking for like two two hours. Uh, it was like seven and a half miles or something like that up, you know, at, up hills across rocks. I, I swear to God, Billy Goat's Bridge was there. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> it, it, and 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 I was exhausted. I was fried. So it's like kind of like everybody's looking for this shortcut, short answer. And it's like, listen, find what you love to do. Find what, find what, you know, works best for you. And don't get me wrong. Challenge yourself every once in a while. Like, I think that's a good, a good thing to have to kind of build a, a, a mental callus. But for the most part, get up and go walking. It's, it could be as simple as that. You know, walk with a moderate pace. You know what I'm saying? Or do some push-ups. Do some pull-ups if you can. Or if not, you know, do some planks. Like, there's always something you can be doing. But... Yeah. I, I mean, think as far the, as like the challenges go, it, it, yeah, it's just it's it's and even for the um for the say that the client per se, 
that joins or signs up for these, like, I feel like there's not enough questions that are being asked. Yeah. I mean, like, there, 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 so that just goes, that just goes back to ignorance. If you're, if you don't ask questions, you're just ignorant. You're just, if you look at someone and it'll make it. So if you look at somebody and you see how they look and then they offer you a, offer you a challenge, the ignorant person is going to say, I'm going to do it because I'm going to look like you. But in reality, they don't right, know this person, right. this person, the person that's offering you the challenge doesn't even do those, these, these challenges. They don't even do this. This is not something right. they, they do Right. They don't even train own. like that. They that's don't train like that at all. <laughs> right. So, so it's, that's why it's, that's why it's, it's, uh, you know, it's just, it's just double ignorance in a way with that, you know, and it's, and, you know, may it came, it stems from the times that we're in, you know, we, most people aren't working. Um, yeah. and so people are trying to find a ways to make, you know, a couple hundred dollars here from, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. how many people they can, how many people they can get, you know, and that's just all, that's just all it is, you know, it's a that's way true. to just, ways to just get money really fast because you're not working right now. And, you know, right. it's, it's hard times. I, I understand that, but at the same time, like, at the cost at what at the cost of of getting money from people and just laughing in a pile of money but in reality right. like this person gets this person doesn't learn anything doesn't get anything from this rather than right nothing but you know stress and and weight loss but in reality like this weight's going to come back anyway we all know this we all know that all these people are going to be you know fat or yeah. you know within the next within the next 6 to 8 months within a year after after, after this is over you know i th- i think it just hurts because like as and I, and I forgot who I was listening to and they were talking about, uh, no, it was uh, Brad Schoenfeld. And um, he was talking about like the tough part about the fitness industry is that there's no barrier to entry. Right. So mm-hmm. like, so like you honestly, if you're, if you have good genetics and you honestly, you could have been like a, a past athlete or uh, you just, you know, you, you've been working out yourself for a little while. Um, so what, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the information that, you know, you're providing is like bro science or like, it, it's anecdotal so it worked for you you know what i'm saying so like they now can have a platform and a say and it's like okay and i and i had mentioned this on my twitter the other day i was like yo like i just need y'all to understand like there's a huge difference between being a fitness enthusiast or like influencer and a trainer like oh it is you get what i'm saying fitness. like some of these people are like I, I i heard somebody the other day like and he works out and he used to be an athlete or whatever and he's giving somebody advice somebody's like oh how do i lose stomach fat and he goes, you know, no carbs, cut sugar. And he goes into this whole, like, legit, like, prescription almost. And I'm looking like, yo, you don't know this person from a hole in the wall. How are you going to give them this blanketed advice and you don't know any, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're telling them, yeah. oh, yeah, eat oatmeal for breakfast. Well, what if they're allergic? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, like yeah, you yeah. have no basis to, to, for your information that you're providing and understanding that this is going to do this individual harm more harm in the long run than it is in the short term. So, and I think that's why I get super frustrated is because you have people giving advice and I'm like, so like even the other day, somebody was talking about detox teas, right? And I got into it. Mm-hmm. I got into it on somebody um, on Facebook and I, I don't even say got into it because what ends up happening is like when you ask enough questions that people stop answering, you can tell they feel some kind of way, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so what ended up happening is Somebody had a, made a post about detox teas and, and, you know, they didn't work. And I was like, and I put like laugh out loud, like, yo, it'd be like that or something like that to that extent. And if somebody commented and was like, oh, well, if you're using the bathroom more or something like that, that means it's cleaning out your system. And I'm like, wait, what? And, and, and they were like, they were like, yo, that's a good thing. Keep going. And I was like, hold on, time out. 
So, and I'm not even gonna lie to you, right? So I clicked on this person's page, I scrolled through, and I come to find out that they're like a they work at like a call center. And I'm like, who are you to give this person advice on right. whether or not a detox tea is supposed to be cleansing out your system? And and it's just like so like I'm and at that point, like I'm frustrated. I'm just like, yo, that's crazy because then a whole slew of people start commenting like, yeah, watch the detox tea, like tighten your stomach and, you know, it's going to get rid of the water weight. Why would you want to do that? Like you need some water weight. Like do it like we were made up mostly of water. Like, so right. it's just kind of like reading through this stuff and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And it's like, oh yeah, take your detox tea with your waist trainer. And it's like, my mind feels like it's about to explode because I'm like, so I end up getting it with somebody about waist trainers too, because I'm like, okay, let's think about this logically. Let's think about it logically. You mean to tell me you're going to take this piece of fabric, you're going to wrap it around your waist, and then you're expecting for your waist to slim? <laughs> All right, cool. Let's use that same logic. If that was the case, wouldn't everybody just wear tighter clothes? <laughs> like, let's think about it. Logically, going in there like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I said, no, I'm, I'm using your basis of logic. So if right. that's the case, Everybody should be walking around with skinny jeans and like tank tops because it's some, it's some tight ass tees. And that was the case. Then we'd all be in shape and we'd all look great. Right. right yeah, like, yeah. No. And I'm like, OK, so then explain to me how does that work? Explain to me how does this like science wise, how does that make sense? And then, of right. course, this is when I don't get a response. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's that's, like, usually, that's usually how it goes. You know, that's usually like, the... I don't want to. Oh, go ahead. Now I was just—I was just saying, like, it's like I don't want to be, like, I'm not trying to be an ass. Like, I'm not trying to be, you know, uh, I'm not trying to be like, uh, I'm not trying to come down on anybody or step on anybody's toes. Because, but like you said earlier, Malcolm, like for some people, this is a way of their living, right? If they're selling detox teas, if they're selling um, waist trainers and things like that. But like, I think if it's starting to conflict a morality, you get what I'm saying then that's where it becomes an issue. So, like, yeah. even if waist trainers, if, if somebody's, and this is what I said, like, if somebody's going to put on a waist trainer, and you mean to tell me, if this waist trainer is going to have you pay attention to or become more conscious with what you're eating, if you putting on a waist trainer is going to give you a feeling of you want to work out more, and then mm -hmm. kind of like, in that sense, I'm thinking like, okay, placebos work. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you may as well, you might be, seeing some benefits from it but it's not the waist trainer it's it's all these other things but if you're putting on a waist trainer it makes you feel more confident in these other aspects then sure by all means i support you but like people coming out saying okay these are the results that i got when i did this nah that's not where that's not where it's okay right yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to uh touch on a little bit about uh <clears throat> so like you know, me and Terry kind of like already discussed about what we're kind of do, doing as far as like, you know, during the quarantine, as far as the working out goes. Um, uh, we kind of want we wanted to like ask you, like, how are you handling working out during this time? And like, as far as your workouts and as far as clients go. OK, Um. so I guess so I'll start with myself and, 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 and I'm extremely blessed um, because of the fact that so because I own the facility, I do have access to the gym still. So, okay. you know, we, we're not public, so we're not taking on any clients in the space. Um, but like, I still have access to the gym and I still go in and I work out. Um, but honestly, it's not the same. It doesn't feel the same because the energy is different. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
when, yeah. when you have a gym where, you know, other trainers are there or you have a gym where like, you know, you're working out with your clients and stuff like that, like that feels good intrinsically. And it feels like, you know, you're bettering yourself, you're bettering others, but like, excuse me, it's, it's a lot of dead space. I've, you know, I haven't been going as hard with some of my workouts. Like I'm supposed to do like five sets. I'll do like three or four and be like, eh, I'm gonna call it a day. So the energy is a little different. Um, I try to get outside to do a little bit more. So I've been walking a lot more. Um, you know, taking my, my dog, my dog is the reason why I get more activity. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. So like, I'll, I'll take her out for walks more. I'll do some exercises outside. I've been trying to hit the track. Um, but as far as my clients go, um, I might, like, I've, I've lost a lot of clients during this time. And, uh, mainly because for some of the clients, they don't see, they don't see the same value in like a virtual training as opposed to going to a gym. Right. So yeah. I've, I'm like, hey, listen, we could do the same thing at, at your house. I'll call you. We'll get on, you know, we'll get on, you know, either uh, FaceTime or Zoom or something like that. And we'll bust it out. And they'll go, well, I don't have any weights. No, nah, I don't need any weights. I promise you. I can still put you through the same kind of kind of routine, something intense or whatever. And they're like, well, I think I'll just kind of take this time to myself. And for some people, they own their own businesses, too. So, like, for right now, they – they want to make sure that, you know, their family's taken care of and their, you know, their money or their finances is, you know, in order. And I totally understand that. So I get that aspect. But like for some of my clients, I, um, I meet virtually like via Zoom or FaceTime. Uh, I've sent out some, um, some general programs for people to follow. Like, I understand, like, hey, I understand you don't want to train with me, um, you know, but like, hey, here's some things that you can be doing, you know what I mean, or paying attention to during this time. So I'll send out like general, some general programs and, um, uh, different advice, some things to think about. So I've been doing a lot of like a lot of intrinsic work. So a lot of the things that I'll, I'll send out to clients is kind of like more of a psych- psychological aspect, you know what I'm saying? So like goal setting and, uh, kind of getting your mind right. So when things do open that they can kind of look at it through a different perspective, a different lens. Um, and then, uh, honestly, as of like the past couple of weeks, I've been meeting some clients outside, bro. Like, I yeah. said, listen, if, if you if your understanding of of you know the situation that our our, our nation's kind of in and 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 our society's in, if you're okay with that, uh, then we can put out some work outside. And some of my clients have been been with it, so you know sometimes I'll bring like a dumbbell or something, a set of dumbbell, and I'll I'll bring spray, I'll wipe it down. Um, you know, they have masks on or, you know, or not. And then we'll just kind of keep even farther of a distance. And right. um, and uh, they'll put in some work and, and then, you know, we wipe down everything afterwards and stuff like that. We keep our distance and, you know, that's been working for some of them. But um, I, I, I'm not lying. It's definitely tough. It's definitely yeah. tough and, and, and rightfully so. Like, I know some people are just kind of like, nope, I'm staying in. I'm not doing anything. And I get it. But um, I don't know, man. It's just kind of like. Because somebody asked me the other day, they said, um, how do you feel about still training with clients outside and, you know, we're supposed to be quarantined? I said, at the end of the day, like, I still got to I still gotta live my life. I still got to make a living because, like, I, I applied for a small business loan. I didn't get it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I applied for uh, unemployment. I haven't yet heard back. And I applied, like, almost six, six seven weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, you know, for some small businesses, like, what are we supposed to do during this time? Right. And and it was hard to yeah. make that pivot to virtual training because not everybody was on board. And, you know, the yeah. landlord or the owner, I guess, of the facility that, you know, we train at, because um, we didn't have to rent the space out, 
you know, we're reaching out to him saying, hey, listen, what do you want us to do during this time? Because technically we're not supposed to be operating. So we can't take clients into the facility. Like, is it okay if we, you know, if we don't pay this month and we just add it on at the end of our lease or whatever the case is. And, you know, they, we're not hearing anything back from them. So it's kind of like, oh man, what do we do? We still got to make rent then because what they, what they'll say is that you're protected from them evicting you. Like, so uh, as far as New York state, I don't know anywhere else, but I know with the whole COVID and everything, they're saying, Hey, we can't evict you. But uh, if you but they don't say anything about them penalize you for not paying on time. Right. Right. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So if, if you've written a contract and thing like that, like I wouldn't be surprised if you get, they get some kind of lawyer or something to kind of look through and say, Hey, listen, uh, we got to charge you extra cause you didn't pay us on time or whatever the case is. So it's just a whole lot of murky area. So we, we didn't want that. So we're like, okay, we'll still pay, but we're paying we're we're paying a, a a big amount to have a space to not have any clients. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely been rough on that sense. Right. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I've been yeah. I think me and Terry have been doing mainly virtual. Uh, I think I have like uh, one or two people I meet outside. Um, mm-hmm. The rest the rest of the people are pretty much through Zoom or through uh, through like Instagram or through whatever Facebook, whatever right. it is that they want right. to use. Um, <clears throat> so. I mean that, yeah. And then, like you said, you're pretty blessed when it comes to still being able to go inside your facility and work out during this time. Um, you know, some of us are either doing in-home workouts or like right. workouts out, outside and things like that. You know, so it's it's definitely an interesting time. Uh, you know, we're people. Everybody's out here still trying to like keep some kind of form of business going. Right. Um, whether you know, like you said, whether it's programming still people with people, whether it's uh, you know training them outside, holding group classes, offering 30-day challenges, whatever it is you're trying to do to keep your business going, who knows? And who's out there, you know? Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've definitely experienced uh, the same thing in terms of, like, people who train in person are kind of, like, you know, scared of doing online, or it doesn't, it's not the same feeling for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless they've already done it in the past, you know, they will definitely be on board, but a lot of people trained in person are, they, like you said, they don't feel like they're getting the same value. Agreed. Um, so it's definitely tough there. And, 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 and it also depends on your, your, your demographic, to be honest, too, because um, some, of, some of, I have, I would, I would say I have a, a, a very eclectic kind of uh, clientele base and um, with all different age ranges and, and all different kind of goals. And um, the interesting part is, you know, people kind of closer to my age, it's like, they a lot of some of them were with it, so some of them were like, "All right, cool, bet." But uh, with some of my older clientele, they were like, "Video chat, Zoom, Facetime. Right, right. What are you talking yeah, about?" Yeah. Like one of my clients, yo, I, I had to spend an entire session kind of having to try to help her navigate with like the functions of her camera on her phone. So right. so it's like, it up, so I'm like, yo, you got to reverse the camera. Right, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. You, you got to <laughs> switch the screen. You got a front camera and a back camera. Well, how do I do that? I don't know how to do that. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, okay, there's, you're going to click. The, and I'm like, okay, I didn't, I didn't think I had to explain this. I, and you know what I mean? It was totally something that I was, you know, kind of taken aback by. Like, oh, I didn't think that I would actually have to help clients navigate with how to do virtual training. So it's just a lot of things. I think, I think us, us as, a, like, as a whole, as, like, as a fitness industry as a whole, like, we got hit hard with this because, it, it just, it really changes the perception of, because I don't even know, like, 
there's a lot of big time gyms too that's gone bankrupt. Like I seen Gold's gym was going out of business. I said, oh wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think 24 hours is also. Fun. Yeah, yeah that was. And I, 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 yeah. I think I seen something about LA Fitness too, but I'm not sure. Like I don't, I don't know for for a fact or whatever, but. But like I was just those weren't things that I ever thought that I would actually see. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, right. yeah, those those it, gyms, LA Fitness, Golds, um, Twenty Four Hour Fitness. Some of those facilities may be going out of business for sure once everything comes back. So it'd be interesting to see like what people will do as far as their own membership goes, where they transfer their gym yeah. to a new gym. You know, it'll be it's going to be an interesting time when everything opens up when it comes to when it comes to gyms. You know, it's be and just small businesses in general. It'd be very interesting. So like, and, and I and I guess I'll I'll, I'll ask you guys this question because you know my my business partners and I will talk about it and you know some of my clients I'll talk about it. So I guess I'll propose a question to you. Uh, like, one of the things that I see is like I I see I can foresee a huge shift in how training is being done because like I I'd be I think I'd be ignorant to think that when people come back that people are going to be totally like with going to these big box gyms, so like, I, on the, the yeah, they're probably hesitant. Yeah, like sure. the the owner, um, the owner of Planet Fitness was on, on on CNN, and they were talking about like what precautions he was gonna take, um, in reopening, and he was like, oh, we're unplugging every other like cardio machine, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know if like you mean to tell me somebody can't just plug this shit back up, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Or like, are you re- are are they gonna require masks? And I, I and I seen um another picture where one gym out and i think it was like alabama that they had these different glass um kind of like borders around the cardio machines right and Mm -hmm. i'm like okay that looks excessive so like i'm i guess i'm asking you guys like do you see a shift or do you see a change or how do you think like clients are going to be or members even um are going to to kind of uh uh, if things open back up, if it's going to be the same or different, and how do you think that's going to go? You go, you can go ahead, Terry. I mean, I think it's going to like in the beginning. I think a lot of clients or a lot of members are going to be hesitant. Um, so there's two sides to this. I think there's people who are really afraid of this virus. That, yeah, that's true. There's there, and then there's the side of people who are like, you know, this is a this this virus is a joke. You know, yeah. I want things back up already. So. You're gonna have two two sides. I think there's people who who think this virus is a joke and want things to be open back up and up and running. Um, they're gonna be limited to the amount of times they can go to the gym. I think a lot of uh, facilities are putting restrictions. Yep. On how many times members can go to the gym? So uh, for those people, I don't know. Like they might cancel the membership and then find a gym where they could have unlimited access. Right. But I think it's gonna take some time before things actually go back to a normal routine of things. So. Mm. I mean, it's it's an eye-opening process for for businesses, uh, fitness and this fitness industry, because now you know that you know there's can be events like these. So, uh, trying to get into online training or virtual training is probably gonna be important for a lot of businesses, right? Uh, into tapping into um, for the future, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, like our gym, Equinox, they're going to have like glass at the front desk, like a little glass or whatever, to where like it blocks the member and the front desk person from, I guess, being too close to each other. Uh, okay. They're going to, some gyms are going to be providing, providing masks as well. Uh, I think they're going to be limiting people to use like steam rooms and like using the too much access. Public to, areas. Okay. So no, I don't think they can use it. Huh? 
don't think they can't even use the steam room. Yeah, so I don't think anyone can use. Yeah, it. you're not gonna be allowed to use the steam room. You're not gonna be allowed to use the pool. Um, and then you're not gonna be allowed to come to the gym. Uh, I think that motion comes in is three days a week. So oh, wow, it's gonna okay. so it's gonna limit the amount of people in the gym at a time. And then also too, uh, what's what's gonna be a weird dynamic is that people are going to wonder, okay, like if I can't come to the gym as much as I want, then why am I still paying the same same price? Exactly. You know? right, yeah. right. So that, or if, or if, like you said, if, if they don't have access to everything, how can they really justify uh, charging charging price, that right? amount for that for that kind of a membership? Right. Yeah, right. yeah. So it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, if you're a gym who offers a lot and then you charge whatever you charge, it's always going to be someone saying like, "Oh, well, you you we used to be allowed to do this. Now we can't. Now we can't use it. So I want my membership yeah. to be lower." So it'll be interesting. Um, I think that um, some of my clients will be training probably privately for a little while or like okay. at a private gym. Um, uh, they might they might you know they might want to they might prefer to they might want to they, right. they might want to train uh like at their house or you know it's just not in a gym because it yeah. it'll be it'll be different inside the gyms inside some facilities like that for a little while and people aren't people are gonna are gonna be skeptical about, skeptical about coming in there and then paying that amount of money and yep. you know just you know with germs and then at the same time they don't really it's gonna be it's gonna be weird so i think the small box gyms will will get some We'll definitely get some kind of uh, traffic, especially because some gyms are going to be closing. Uh, so yep. that'll be so that'll also be uh, in benefit for them as well. Plus, with small box gyms, there's less people in there at a time anyway. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I seen um, I, I I can't remember where I seen it. It was some gym. I think that was in um, I can't even remember the place. I'm not even gonna sit here and lie, but uh, yo, the the gym was saying how one of the steps that they were going to take was to limit how many people were in the facility at once. So you had to pre-register the hour that, or the hour in which that you, because you could only spend an hour there, and you had to pre-register the hour that you wanted to train. Yeah, yeah, no. They, I, they, thought, they, I thought to myself, like, yo, that's crazy. Like, imagine, like, I would feel like it's like, like the club or something like that. Like, imagine you have to schedule your time to go work out. And like, yeah, no, they. I don't know. I thought that was nuts. Yeah, so it's gonna be weird too. So they, that's something that they said there, um, at, at my gym. They said that you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to, you're going to have to book, you know, time to come there. That's crazy. And so my whole thing was, uh, why would you do that? Why would not you just only allow the people who have trainers in the gym? There's very few. Right. There's very few people who who train compared to the members there's like maybe that's true there's maybe like i would say there's like a 10 percent, eight to ten percent uh penetration rate you know per gym depending on the gym so think about it's 10 percent of the members who, who are at the gym so yeah so you think there's 30 trainers and or whatever how many trainers the gym has or my particular gym is like 25 to 30 trainers and then you have yeah 10 percent of the 10 percent of the members who are training at one time you know they all are gonna, all yeah. are going to train at the same time so you might only have maybe like five people who are actually actually in the gym as far as like working out goes at a time maybe yeah or or maybe a little bit more so i would say that would that should have been the that should have been the first approach to it just try it out for a little while yep and then start adding in the members, the members who don't train, you know, because that would have, 
because to me that's going to be uh, a little bit confusing for people and it might be a little yeah. bit of a, an inconvenience as well and especially the gym i work at those the kind of people that go there are very like uh uh how can you call I, I got you I, you know they yeah they're they're not they're not people they're not people who take rules very well they're not people who who, are, who take yeah. things well as far as like telling them what they can and can't do um so correct it'll be very very interesting at that time to see how they handle it um but mm-hmm. but like i said scheduling scheduling the time is definitely uh in place in our gym where you're gonna have to schedule a time to come in and it's gonna be a cap to how many people can how many a cap to how many people can be in that time in the facility in the yeah. facility and then as far as group classes go uh the group classes will be also also uh taking precautions as well because you know normally group classes are Unlimited. You, as many people as many people as you can fit in there as you can go in there. But pretty now, much, yeah. But now, if it's thirty people in there, it's thirty people. But now I think it's as a cap to maybe like fifteen to twenty people in a class yeah. at a time. And so, it's especially tough too because they're all sharing equipment. They're all like close facility. Uh, uh, cl- usually, typically, they're they're close by each other. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah. to kind of less that lessen that spread too. They might they might not. Yeah, like you said, put a cap. They might put a cap on that so that you reduce the risk i guess yeah and i think you have to wear a mask at all times when you're in the gym as well so you don't you have no you have no choice but to wear a mask unless you're doing some kind of workout so for example if you're in the middle of your squat you can have your mask off but once you're done with your squat you have to put your mask back on kind of thing so that's That's kind of okay so that was that was one thing that i saw on there as well where like you have to wear a mask at all times except for if you're doing some kind of intense exercise so if you're if you're doing an exercise at that moment, your mask can pull it down. But once you get done, you got to pull it back up. Imagine, imagine trying to brace for a heavy, a heavy squat, <laughs> and then uh, having to have, having to ask your gym bro to pull your mask down so you can. Uh, yeah, no, I know. You can finish your. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I think people will forget, obviously, you know, because it'd be weird to just like go into a movement and mm. you know to like you're not you're not thinking, you know, you're just gonna like just going to start doing your goblet squats, but then you still have your mask on. It's going to be hard to breathe. Yeah. So it'll be, you know, it'll be weird. It'll be definitely interesting, you know, for sure. Um, communication will be different too. I trained a, a, a box with a client, I think it was last week or I believe it was last, uh, last weekend. And, you know, I was boxing with her, calling out numbers with a mask on and she couldn't hear me. And it's like, I don't know how you want me to do this. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's a lot harder. Right. You can't hear me. So it's a lot harder. So it's, uh, you know, it's, It'll be, it's definitely a funny, interesting time, you know, and it, it'll be hard for sure. You know, a time frame they could plan a reopening. So, because I know the facility that uh, we both use for privates, the fitness loft. Um, she just sent out a message. I don't know if you got it. She said they plan on reopening late June, early July. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I yeah. didn't receive anything from her. Um, so same thing. Same thing. Yeah. So same thing with our. Same thing with our gym. Um. Uh, like late June, early July is like the time frame when they when they plan an opening. Uh, yeah. so I mean it makes sense. It makes it makes sense, you know. Because I, I know the pause. I know I know I um, and I don't. I'm not the most uh, up to date. I guess I would say with everything that's going on. Um, but like the last time I heard Cuomo speak, I know, uh, I know, June fifteenth was the most recent. Um, reevaluation, I guess, of the pause. 
Yeah. Um, I know prior to that, he said like some businesses could start to reopen, and he gave a list of like it was like curbside pickups and things like that. He started allowing, and then um, he, I know he's supposed to go through like each reason and each region, excuse me, and whether or not they meet these standards, then they can slowly start to open up. But uh, I know the pause he said was like mid June, so I can understand why some gyms are expecting to open like late June, early July. But yeah. Did you- but like, think about it. Like, this is this has happened two times already, though. And he's like, you know what? We'll, we'll push it out another month. Yeah. We'll push yeah. it out another month. So it's yeah. like, even the information that we're like, okay. So I had somebody asking today, or yesterday, excuse me, when I was doing the class, they were like, you know, when are you guys gonna open up? And I was like, uh, well, I honestly don't even know how to answer that right now. To be honest with you, like, you know as much as I know. Like, I don't know. I have these other, you know, different things that you have access to and you can try out. But as far as the actual facility, I, I don't know. I, and I don't I can't even give you some kind of peace of mind to say, yeah, we're going to be open for sure. Because I thought that for May, I'm like, yo, we're going to be open in May. We're going to everything will be back to normal. And then they were like, April Fool's. Right, yeah. <laughs> we're a month mm-hmm. late, but like April Fool's. Right, yeah. There's a uh, um, yeah, I think it's. Uh, like it was what Wednesday and Albany started opening up like little you know things that were uh that were uh being able to op- being able to open uh, on Wednesday, but that's like yeah. phase one. But like phase I guess five is like gyms, and that's like and that'll be the last phase of everything. So probably so like maybe like late June, uh in July we'll we'll start to see like gyms open, and then that pro- in that time frame it'll be also the precautions in the gym as well. So things won't be the same even when you go back in there, you know. Yeah, and, and you got to submit for gyms to open too. You have to submit a letter saying how um, how you plan on battling COVID. So, like, what precautions is your facility going to use to limit the risk of um, of infection per se? So, like, yeah. And I'm like, yo, that's it's, and that's it's not that it's crazy, but it's just like how far we've come. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the the day we're like. You could just get up and go to the gym. That's I, I feel like that process is going to change for so many people because it's like it has to be a well thought out plan because you have to like say example like pre-register a time slot or something like that yeah. before you can even go to the gym. And I think that's going to change a lot of people's perspective when it comes to health and fitness. So they may it could be a shift for the positive. So people take more account to like being active and doing things outside of an actual facility, but. I, I'm also afraid on the opposite end of that where people are just going to, I don't want to say give up, but they're just going to kind of be like, eh, like, whatever, mm. you know, they, and, and that's what I'm really afraid of is that some people are going to become more sedentary because the, the, the energy that it's going to take for them to actually be active is going to be, is going to be more and they may not have that to give. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I hope uh, gyms open up back soon. I mean, hopefully things get back to normal right. as soon as possible. Um, but that being said, I think people should just continue to do what they can, right? Um, as we said, like, even if it's you have no weights, you don't have the equipment, you can still get an effective workout. Yeah. Um, you can still do things at home. You can make things challenging. And there's a ton of free stuff out there. Like, everyone has free stuff out there. And, Facts. Like, in terms of workouts, you just have to find... Pick one and do it. See if it works for you. And if you don't enjoy it, there's always – you can swipe right to the next one. And there's yep. so, so many things out there. Just be aware of uh, the, the stuff that are out there. Of course, there's, of course, 
things like we said mentioned in this podcast as those challenges um, that can be very drastic in terms of like what they ask you to do. So just be aware of that. I think we just wanted to remind everyone who's listening to, to just be precaution, take precaution, and, but you can still be active and healthy during these times. Right. Absolutely. Yep. All right, Isaiah, thanks for hopping in on today's podcast. Uh, it was great having you here. Um, if no, you just want to just uh, list out your, you know, like your social media handle for kinetic training or whatever, you could do your promotion stuff right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now nah, they can uh, on Instagram. It's uh, kinetic kinetic training, uh, Ed, um, and then uh, my personal profile. I kind of mix the two. I'm not. And then uh, it's just Isaiah underscore L underscore Williams. Um, I I definitely thank you guys for you know allowing me the platform to come on and speak. I definitely enjoyed myself. Um, I definitely uh I definitely want to do more stuff like this, like just to kind of surround myself with more like minded individuals, um, who are kind of, and you know in the same in the same. They have the same standard and quality of providing information. Right. Um, so you, I, I definitely appreciate you guys and your post, Terry. I've been I, I haven't met you personally yet, but like. Any one of your posts, yeah, I'm yeah. like, nah, I gotta share this. He's speaking the truth right now. <laughs> He's speaking some facts, and then Malcolm, you already yeah. know. Um, we, uh, I, I, so I try to I try to share as much, and you know, but I, I definitely appreciate you guys for not only who you are, but you know what you do. Um, and I just, I really wish that we had some more, uh, some more individuals like that out there. Yeah, you know? I agree for sure. We need more people like us for sure. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, man. We really appreciate it. So, uh, for those of you are listening, if you did like this podcast, make sure you leave a review on all the podcast applications, and uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. And uh, see you right, next good. time. All right.